Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on CityCast Boise, a while back we talked with taco aficionados Evelyn Avitia and Rebecca De Leon about where to get the best authentic tacos in the Treasure Valley. This week, one of their Nampa faves has the grand opening of their Boise restaurant, so we're revisiting our chat to find out why not everyone is as excited about the move as I am. It's Tuesday, August 15th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. In your opinion, what makes a good taco? Like, what are your taco green flags? Uh, Well, it can't be made at a uh, white person institution. (laughs) I'm glad we're getting that out of the way right away. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, White people don't know how to how to calientar una tortilla. They don't they don't know what to do with a tortilla. They don't. It's either it either falls apart or it's cold or both or and it's never like it's never good. And it doesn't matter uh, what you put in it. If your tortilla sucks, the taco is going to suck. Definitely. I need my tortilla to be fried correctly on their grill, however they do it. And the meat is really, really important to me. Like I want it to be juicy, seasoned, and I don't like huge chunks of meat. Like it needs to be kind of finely chopped in a way. I just don't want to feel like I'm eating a steak that is super, super well done. Uh, Rebecca, Can we talk about like the culture and logistics of the taco business? Like we all enjoy eating tacos, but really what goes into running a taco truck? So I think taco trucks, um, I think they kind of started as a way for people to survive here, Um, especially a lot of people who come here. They don't have status. They don't have work documentation um, or their documentations, you know, kind of wonky. So uh, what they do is they become entrepreneurs to survive because that's the you don't have to you know, you don't have to have your paperwork in order to to be an entrepreneur. Um, You just have to like apply for permits and you don't really need the paperwork to do that. You know, immigrants would come into this country and they're like, wow, the food here sucks. And we can't get a job. <laughs> so like, why not kill two two birds with one stone? And I think that's where it started. Um, you just basically have to know how to get a truck, deck it out, get the ingredients, get the permits, and then you're good to go. And then it, it kind of grew because, I mean, obviously it was working for a lot of people. But I also think they continued to do it because they didn't want to completely lose their culture. And so to, to be able to bring a little bit of that food here... Uh, to kind of keep the culture alive was probably part of it too. Yeah, it's I I think that makes total sense all of that and um it just kind of makes me wonder like what kind of obstacles do these business owners these latino business owners need to overcome? Yeah, it's really interesting because uh I actually am a former reporter and 
One of my very first stories that I did as a reporter was in the Twin Falls area, and I wanted to do taco trucks because back in those days, white people would never go to taco trucks. They thought taco trucks were dirty. They thought that like there was, I don't, they probably thought there were nefarious things that were happening. So what I did is I pulled, because I knew that they still had to be permitted. Like you can see how many businesses have been dinged from like health inspections um, and like what they got dinged for, how many they got dinged. And I pulled a list and I looked at all of the businesses in the area and the taco trucks were by far like are far above and beyond the cleanest. They never broke the rules. Um, and, you know, we all kind of know why, like they can't afford to get in trouble. And so I think that one of the obstacles obviously has been racism. Like you just have to overcome this idea that, um, you know, the taco trucks, they're run by these immigrants. And, you know, I think over time that has become better. I think I see a lot of white people at taco trucks now. Um, but certainly it's, it, I think there's still a little bit of that there, except for, for like, I think the hipstery types are like, oh my gosh, the dankier the taco truck, the better the food. <laughs> and so like, it almost went like full circle the other way. The biggest obstacle is like capital to, to begin with. Like, how are you going to get a taco truck if you don't have any generational wealth in this country? Where's that money going to come from? Um, you know, none of these people start off wealthy um, and they can't get loans. And so obviously that capital is a big deal. And then another obstacle is like, where are you going to put the taco truck? But it's, you know, anyone who knows business knows it's all about like location, location, location. And this is um, a big deal, obviously. How are you going to not only get a good location that will get you a lot of traction to your business, but also like, how are you going to get those permissions, especially if you maybe don't speak enough English to like do a business negotiation in a country that you're not super familiar with? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk about tacos in the 2C versus Boise tacos. Big difference there? What do you think? Huge difference. I have never in my life gone to Boise to go eat tacos. And honestly, I don't plan on it. Like if someone was like, hey, I'm in Boise, let's go eat tacos. I'd be like, I'm good. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to hit up Nampa or Caldwell. Don't invite me. I don't want to go. Same, Rebecca. I see you're nodding. So same. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would say same. I mean, there's a, a there's a couple of them like but they're hard to find. Um, whereas in the 2C, they're on every corner. And as we all know, uh, the more competition you have, typically the more driven you are to kind of like go above and beyond to make yourself stand out. So there's not a lot of competition in Boise. And so the the stuff that is there is like, OK, great. And you know, whatever there's, I don't know if it still exists, but that one taco truck that had that sweet spot right in downtown Boise and was open at 2 a.m. when all the bars closed, that place at 2 a.m. was hopping. And at 2 a.m. after you have been drinking, you're like, these tacos are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, there's that to consider. Like, how sober are you? <laughs> but I think, 
the, I mean, the two C, they're, they're everywhere. And also I've noticed that in the two C, it's not just Mexican. There's, um, a, there's one from Honduras, uh, Hondureño. There's one, for, I think there's a Peruvian mm-hmm. one. Um, and so that's really cool. And I don't see any of that in Boise either. Well, where let's, you know, tell me in Boise, where are you going to take someone you hate to get tacos? Like <laughs> someone, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to like slander a business. <laughs> I will. I'm going in. All right. So I learned this the hard way because my friend was visiting and I was like, let's go eat here. Mesa tacos. Lots of people talk about it, but I knew I knew that I was going to hate it because it's owned by white people. The tortillas are like huge and they're cold and the meat is in huge chunks. There's no flavor and they were overpriced AF. I was like, no. And they just won Idaho's Best Tacos with IdahoBest.com, which sounds so (laughs) fake. You know what's even worse? Two years ago when Nicole Foy was at the Idaho Statesman, the the Idaho Statesman had their best of and it's public, public opinion. Uh, And they voted Taco Bell, the best Mexican food. And we were like, how dare you? Oh, my gosh. That's a hate crime. That's literally a hate crime. Precisely. Not acceptable. I don't like I'm not going to say the name, but there is a taco place downtown, which is pretty popular. And I hate it so much. It's very white people tacoy, extremely overpriced and pretty regularly back when I was like dating and stuff, people would be like, oh, let's go grab tacos. And I'd be like, great. And then that would be that would be a real red flag if somebody was like, let's go to this downtown place. I'd be like, no, date canceled. We don't we're we're not we're not in we're not in the same orbit of of what we expect from food and that's not going to work for me so sorry we can't be friends yeah, anymore we can't even be friends after yeah. that so well what is your go-to taco truck what do you love more than anything so me sticking to Caldwell I am a huge fan of Tacos Colima I really like their tacos super good they have amazing horchata so if you were in Caldwell I would take you to Tacos Colima that place is amazing. Uh, I have I have eaten there and it is really, really good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Rebecca, what about you? You know, it's there's a lot. There's a lot that come to mind in like immediately, but I don't know the names of any of them. Um, whenever I'm with my my Mexican friends, we always just describe where it is. We're like, oh, the one on Garrity that's next to that other store. Like, I don't know the names of any of them, but I know where they're located and I know how to get there. So whenever I have been asked this question before, I came very prepared to this interview. And I always say my mom's house is the best place to get tacos, (laughs) but none for you. (laughs) Well, I really want you to come to Boise and try a few places. I know I'm a white lady, but uh, I, I feel like I have a couple places I could tell you are so good. Adelita's is uh, one of Nicole Foy's favorites, and uh, they have amazing food. Kokomans on Fairview is run by the most amazing family. They also have a beautiful little market there, and their food is incredible. And also Tacos El Chavo on Overland is fantastic, like really good. Their salsas are incredible, and uh, and also really run by just like a lovely, lovely family. So if you ever want to come to Boise and, and take the risk, hmm. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to find out what you think. Um can you which restaurant, not taco truck, but which restaurant do you think has the best tacos? I always say Amano, like restaurant experience Amano, but I want to switch it up because some other places deserve love too. And so La Cocina in downtown Caldwell is a really good spot too. 
Um, I would say that their quesavirias are really good and they were huge. It's a big old quesavirria. So I think, yeah, check La Cocina out. Yeah, those are good recommendations. I'd also add Andrade's Mexican restaurant. I actually used to work there as a waitress for a while. Um, and I would always get the Especial de Javier. They have, there's two versions. There's like one and two. Um, and they're, you know, I think they're a little bit, they're like also like an elevated taco, but I mean, they're honestly super good. Have either of you been to Enrique's and Cuna? Yes. Okay. What do we think about that? I love it. I love it. I love all of their food. I really like it too. It's really, really good. I slightly prefer Victoria's taco truck. The little tiny taco truck there, like on the main drag. Uh, I really like them a lot too, the Victoria's. And the Peruvian place is great also. I also think that there is a trend of like the more rural that you get in Idaho, kind of like the more you would be surprised how many good, because I grew up in Twin Falls. Um, and like Twin Falls has some places, sure. But like you kind of go out into like the the areas near like Jerome. Yeah. Obviously Burley, Rupert, like that's where it's at in those areas. I will say the best tacos I've ever had, they were in Jerome on a random empty dirt road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's true. Yeah, Idaho Falls, the best tacos I've ever had. No idea where, couldn't describe to you, just a truck. And I was driving through and I was starving and I stopped and I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you got to get out to those rural spots. What about honorable mentions? Like maybe they don't do tacos, but they do something else just perfect. Well, my honorable mention is the Mexican markets. I love going to the Mexican markets because I feel like they always have really, really good tacos. And it's fun to just like sit at their table. People are shopping around. Mexican music's playing everywhere. You have all these Mexican treats around you. And so my go-to Mexican market is Mi Tierra in downtown Caldwell. And then the Pantera Market in Nampa, the one by Flying M. I think there are three Pantera Markets there are. now. They're all owned by the same guy. King. Yeah. And they're all good. They're all really good. I would agree with that. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, I think I think you're right. I agree with the market thing. Like I love to buy my meat uh, either at Cocomans or um, I have, shoot, I'm spacing the name of the one on Orchard. Um, See, it's so hard to remember. The oh, shoot. Yeah. So I can't hard. remember the name of that market. I love that market. But um, but yeah, I love to buy my meat there. It's pre-seasoned, you know, which is amazing. Like it's already chopped up a lot of times. You just throw it in. Uh, it's so simple. And I love uh, any kind of uh, Mexican pastry. I'm just a total slut for it. Yeah, the panaderias. <laughs> Don't sleep on the panaderias. So, so good. So great. So, um, well, let's talk about recently the owners of a super popular Nampa truck announced that they were moving to Boise. Uh-oh. Um, you two went to try it. What did you think? Yes. So La Garnacha is so, so, so popular here in Nampa. I think they've been in that location for about two years now. And anytime you drive by, it is full. It is so full. My friends are always telling me to go and I never went. And so finally, Rebecca and I went to go try it. And it was popping. There was so many people. Um, I don't know, Rebecca, do you want to start? What did you think? I mean, I liked it. La Carnacha que Papacha. Now I yes. remember that you said the name. It's finally a name that I remember. Mm -hmm. um, La Carnacha que Papacha. And it was good. Like they only have 
birria. Like everything is birria. So like they have the marucha birria. They have like the queso birria. They have the birria con consume. I can't even remember, but they have yeah. like maybe eight things. But it's all birria. So it's not, it is a taco truck, but it's not really a taco truck. And it was, it was really interesting. It's a little bit different in that I feel like it is, um, it was like a weird taco truck restaurant fusion because they had it like the way it's set up. They had like benches and chairs that were like hard to move. They had this cute little like fence around the area. So it was like a, an actual patio. So they, they definitely kind of, um, they went a little bit above and beyond. It looks kind of fancy. And so we we tried a couple of things and it is nice. Like it was good. Yeah. We ordered a torta de birria, which we've never had before. Um, a quesa birria. And we tried their consume. And it was it was good. It was good. I get why they're so popular. I get the birria hype. And they recently did announce that they are leaving their Nampa home location and moving to Boise, which has a lot of 2C people feeling really sad. But then, you know, the people in Boise and Meridian are like so excited that they're not traveling over here anymore. I, I think they're going to do really, really well. And there's really no competition over there. Like, who are they going to compete with? But people were pretty sad in Nampa. Like, they were pretty bummed out. Yeah. Birria is hot. Like, it went from never really being an option at these Mexican restaurants and Mexican trucks. And all of a sudden, it's everywhere. And everybody wants a good quesavirria or birria tacos. And now it's transitioning over to, yeah, the birria ramen, the birria pizza, like all these different things. And as always, you know, Boise, the Treasure Valley being late to trends is finally catching up, I think. Yeah, I heard about it from Nicole Foy. She was tweeting best places to get birria in <laughs> Boise and uh, tweeting out places. And I tried every single one that she said. And then also Amano has such an incredible birria brunch item. Like it's like a, I don't know, it has eggs and hash browns and it's like my favorite thing in the world. So yeah, that's that, I fell in love with that. But thank you both so much for the rundown. I feel like uh, anybody listening to this will have a million places they need to try now. Uh, and get out to the 2C and, and check it out. So thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Thank you, Emma. And before you head out, Nampa's Loss is about to be Boise's new fave taco spot. Three years after starting out in their kitchen, La Garnacha Que Apapacha is finally in their new home at the Boise Spectrum. The official grand opening isn't until August 30th, but taco addicts will be happy to hear that starting this Wednesday, you can stop by for some delicious birria during their soft opening. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, check out our website for online guides to Boise and beyond. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye! Bye!